1: We've uh, teamed up with the ARC Cancer Support Services for an upcoming event and as part of that I got the opportunity actually to pop over to visit and to see firsthand hand the, uh, the centre and the services that they offer in ARC. And I met Michelle barry Kaufman, she's 51, was diagnosed uh, with breast cancer and we spoke just recently about why she attended the ARC services.
2: The consultant told me that there was no option but to have a chemo and a mastectomy or mastectomy and chemo, but there was going to have to be surgery. So then the roller coaster started really because your life is put on hold. So they removed my my breast and I had a reconstruction done at the same time, which for me was amazing because I came out looking sort of similar to when I went in um, and feeling you know mentally yeah. quite not so bad. Um, thinking that I mightn't have to have chemo because that's what I dreaded the most I suppose that you know losing my hair was a really really big thing yeah. for me it was huge and as it happened I lost a Christmas week and had to have my head shaved like it was quite overwhelming what did help me through was the services of the ARC which I am um, you know sort of disgusted to say that I didn't know anything about yeah. until this happened to me and I was diagnosed I sort of thought, you know, I don't really want to be going in to sit down with a load of sick people and um, I'm not, you know, I'll be fine. I've got mm-hmm. a really good um, family and friends support and network. So, yeah, I, I, I probably won't need to do that. But as the time went on, you know, you do have, even if you have a really great family and friends support, sometimes you don't always want to burden them with what's going on. And also, they, they can't give you everything that you might need. So one day I knocked on the door of the Ark and went in and from the moment that I walked in, there's just such a lovely camp feeling everybody is it's a very happy place yeah it's, it's not sad
1: well it's very homely that's actually what struck me today yeah, coming in it's, it's like just coming into someone's somebody's house somebody's
2: house and that was just really nice like I've already been given some counselling services some reflexology and okay. some acupuncture and these are provided completely free of charge you just sign up it's incredible
1: michelle in terms of that help that assistance that support that that you get here through arc um it is kind of different isn't it to what you get from as you see your family and your friends because it can be hard for people naturally to understand what you're going through you know in, in during this time
2: absolutely and i've tried to remain as positive as possible and keep my life on some sort of a normal path, I have two children, I have a husband, I have a dog, we have a house to run, you know, you try to keep things as normal as possible, Um, but there are, you do need a little bit of extra support, and if you can get that and not burden your family with it, but in saying that, the ARC services are not just for you, because... Cancer just doesn't happen to Mm. you. It actually happens to everybody around you. So everybody is touched by it. Your children and their support for your kids, uh, your partner, your husband, your aunties, your uncles, anybody that feels that they need help, the the ARC will help them as long as they they ask for help, which I think is incredible. You know, it's just so lovely to know that there's somebody there.
1: But yeah. there's, I suppose there's still services then in the aftermath of all of that through our care as well because it's not something I know even getting over the hurdle of the treatment is is one part of it but it's it's still with you I suppose you know in the aftermath of that too.
2: Yeah no you're completely right because what what people find and what I've been told and what the nurses and the team have said is that you know at this moment I'm ploughing through so I'm going from appointment to appointment and when that's done then I'm going to radiation so I have something to be doing mm. and going to and then all of a sudden you could find yourself falling off the edge of a cliff because you don't have the regularity of your appointments you're not going into the hospital you have you know very sporadic appointments after that so what a lot of people find that that's when they need is the support mm. that they it's trying to get back to real life and you know you're almost reinventing yourself really because and and you probably have lost a bit of confidence because you've been out of the workplace so yeah the supports are there for as long as you need them even if you don't want to talk about your illness or your treatment. There's somebody there for you to give you guidance.
1: As that was Michelle um, speaking to me in the centre about the reasons why she, she first attended ARC and the, the value, I suppose, that she got out of it and, and the help and the assistance. And when I was there, I also met a Attracta. Atracta's a volunteer uh, in the service. And she just told me how she first got involved with the charity.
3: A friend of mine had cancer and she used the services in ARC and I saw the support she got with ARC. And when she was in one day, she saw that they were looking for volunteers. And she told me about it because she knew I was interested in doing something. And I inquired about it. And six years later, I'm still here.
1: And what, what do you do? Suppose, what does volunteering here at the centre, or just kind of explain, I suppose, your, your typical day here at the centre? Well, since
3: COVID, we don't really have people dropping in, apart from appointments for
1: counselling and reflexology.
3: acupuncture but before that we used to have groups in now most of my day would be on the telephone and you would get a call from somebody it might be somebody that might just be newly diagnosed and they may literally ring as soon as they get home from the hospital Mm -hmm. and they're in shock and they just want to know what's out there for them and they're terrified we would would go through it with them and then between us we decide what it was that was most suitable for them at this time be it counseling or stress management or something like
1: that. Mm. You mentioned you joined because you, you had a friend who obviously uh, um, used the services here. It must be, is it, is it a fulfilling job, you know, coming in and, and just being able to help and assist people in a difficult time? Extremely. Yeah, it is.
3: You know, it is, and it's
1: great being able to support
3: them, you know, in their most vulnerable
1: time. Tell me about some of the services, I suppose, that are on offer here for people, the things that, you know, they can avail of, the different programs. Oh, well, we have a monthly support group and that doesn't really change.
3: It would be for maybe a breast cancer group, or we have an under fifties and an over fifties women's group. We have a men's prostate group. We have weekly Zoom classes that would have be stress management. We do yoga. We do mindfulness. We do relaxation. Um, and then we have workshops. They would change every month. Like the, or every month, you'd have different workshops or talks that would be on. People obviously get a lot from it, though. Attracted. They do. Yeah. And it's lovely when they come back and they say to you, gosh, I really feel so much better having been with art. A lot of it is listening. Yeah. You just listen to what they have to say and what they need. And then you decide what it is would be best for them.
1: Yeah and I think the, the listening is you know not something to be underestimated just even to have a a friendly ear to chat to as well and fair play to attract I mean how she how she first got involved with the, with the ARC services um, while we were there I met Deirdre Grant Deirdre is the CEO of Arc Cancer Support Services and she just told me about how the whole charity first started
0: Originally Des Carney who was an oncologist over in the matter and um realized way back when in 1994 that there was nothing there for people who were diagnosed by cancer or their families apart from you know you go to the hospital you leave but you don't have any emotional um, practical educational supports uh, so ARC was founded back in 94 um, to provide that for people and it's obviously it's for the cancer Patient themselves or their family members, and that was really important to us because often you find the carers are the ones who take on an awful lot of the um, the the issues. They they might still have to go to work, they're caring for a relative, etc. So we mind the entire family. Since 1994, we've grown so we now have three centres, each of which are strategically located beside a designated cancer centre of excellence in Dublin. So. We're beside The Matter, we're beside James's and Vincent's. And these are drop-in centres and anybody can walk in um, from anywhere across the country, and they do. And we also have a fourth online centre, so a lot of our services can be accessed remotely now
1: um, from people's homes or their hospital beds, wherever they like. Yeah, I think that's an important point though to make, that it's anybody, effectively anywhere you know, in, in the country, can avail of the services here at ARC.
0: Yes, and they, they do, and they have. So we have people from Donegal to Clare to, to Wicklow, you know, and it's really nice to be able to offer that to them. Sometimes um, they have cancer support centres in their own areas, but they may not have the same level of services as us, or they just have different services. So, for yeah. example, we have a new SIB space um, online program for siblings of uh, children who have cancer, and that's a, a new development that okay. um, we're introducing. So, what well, was what was the the rationale behind that, like the the, the SIB space? all born out of need so so quite recently we got um, funding for um, child therapy services and um, which has led to oh, children coming into the services they're availing of play therapy they're availing of counseling and then there's group work so out of that um arose a need for siblings to have their own space to meet other siblings who are going through it because they're often overlooked for necessity purposes, you know the parents might be disappearing in the middle of the night to bring the sick child to hospital because they've got an infection, they may be gone for days and that those siblings can really feel left out and um, so it's really important to kind of you know explain that to them you know that they know the process etc so we're really excited that this is just starting
1: and there's the the big event I suppose of the year the, the ARC fashion show uh, I know it I've been to it it is it is a great night and um, it's happening this coming Thursday night I suppose the significance and the importance of that is that it's you know the, the the monies that are raised from events like Thursday night the fashion show along with the other fundraisers that you do throughout the year that's what helps to keep the lights on you know here in the building the doors open and to continue to offer the services that you do yeah it is our bread and butter and our services the demand for our services is just increasing
0: exponentially so the costs are increasing exponentially so we really need to keep up with our income
1: generation yeah is, is that a challenge like because you know i know in the program we talk constantly about the cost of living and the effect of that for businesses and, and households and consumers but like, charities and, and voluntary organizations don't escape that
0: no, and we're all, like, our lighting, our heat bills, everything's gone up. Um, we're all victims of it, and there's only a certain amount of money a person has to give as well, you know, yeah. even if they are generous. There's a lot of charities asking for the same thing. But like I say, we do have a great team, and um, they, they'll, they'll show you on the night. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very impressive um facility I think one of the things I really took from you know chatting to Deirdre as she said there you know in the clip was that like they mind the entire family which is obviously hugely hugely important um and all over the country because I would have previously thought that it was a dublin-based facility but but it's not as Deirdre said it's from everywhere and all over the country you can attend uh, loads of services from things like acupuncture counseling they've support groups and they've a kids play area there too you know which I I thought was a fantastic Fantastic element to the whole service. But if you want more information, you can go on to their website. Um, It's at arccancersupport.ie You'll be able to get all of the details. And as Deirdre mentioned, too, they they do get some HSE funding, some grants, but of course, relying heavily on donations. And that's what their big annual fundraiser is all about tomorrow night as well. But my thanks to Deirdre, Attracta, and Michelle, um, and all at Arc Cancer Services for their help uh, over the past few days when we we went along to meet with them. I've a text in from Paul who says I went to Arc after my prostate cancer diagnosis. They were just amazing. Wouldn't have been able to get through it without them.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan,
1: brought to you by Avant
0: Money, weekdays at midday on News Talk.